couldn't pull away, she'd have little chance of outrunning anybody in her high heels and tight skirt. For now, she decided to concentrate on being able to identify the attacker to the police. Juanita glanced sideways at the man. Even in the semi-darkness, she could tell he was white and young, in his late twenties at most. His face was clean-shaven, with dark hair worn short. She considered him to be good-looking. She was about five foot five. He was at least half a foot taller. He appeared to have an athletic build and was dressed in a dark windbreaker and jeans. She absorbed what she could, then looked away. She didn't want him to suspect what she was doing. "'Sharp car you've got,' he commented, his tone conversational. "'Thanks. I just picked it up today,' she replied reflexively. "'Did you buy or lease?' Although the conversation was surreal, it helped her relax." Her heart rate slowed, strength returned to her legs. He sounded like a normal person rather than a monster. Maybe making friends with him would be a good idea. It's mine, a mine in the banks, she answered, looking at him again, embedding his profile in her mind. The man chuckled. Very few of us really own anything ourselves, do we? Before Juanita could answer, she stepped on a large rock, her ankle twisted, and she lost her balance. The man increased his grip on her elbow while stepping in front of her face to face, blocking her fall. Are you okay? he asked after steadying her. I I think I sprained my ankle. It hurts, she said, his handsome face now also filed away. We've only got a little farther to go. He repositioned himself, his left hand on her elbow, his right arm crossing behind her shoulders and under her right arm. As he tightened his embrace, Juanita felt his hand brush across her breast. Even through the jacket and blouse, the touch made her uncomfortable. Several yards ahead, the shape of a vehicle emerged. A few more steps and they were there. The man propped Juanita against the side of the black bronco while he opened the passenger door. Get in, he ordered, helping her into the seat. Closing the door, he walked around to the driver's side and took his place behind the steering wheel. He removed something from the pocket of his windbreaker and tossed it in the back seat. "'Was that what you choked me with?' she asked, running her right index finger over the furrow around her throat. "'Yes.' "'What is it?' "'What difference does it make?' he asked irritably. "'You could have killed me with that thing,' she complained. "'If I'd wanted you dead, you'd be dead. Since you're not, don't worry about it.' His comment served to reassure her. He didn't want her dead. The kidnapper started the engine. As soon as he did, Juanita heard the power lock for her door activate. She stealthily groped for the lock button. She wanted to know in her mind if she could open it if needed. Don't bother. Your switch is disabled. Soon the Bronco was in motion. After several seconds of a very rocky ride, they gained the pavement of Sunset Road. Why this? Juanita asked, holding up the hem of a red sheet draped over her seat. He looked at her, but didn't answer. They turned off Sunset Road and headed south on US-95. Neither spoke during the short distance before the kidnapper exited the highway. "'Where are we going? What do you want with me?' Juanita demanded, breaking the silence. The kidnapper turned his head partially in her direction, able to look at her and watch the road at the same time. "'You have nice legs and a very attractive figure,' he replied. Juanita pulled her skirt down self-consciously. In a way, he had answered her question. What did he want with her? Robbery? No, that would have been done in the parking lot. Ransom? That was ridiculous. She had no money, and her family had no money. 
She narrowed his motive down to one thing, rape. She shuddered involuntarily, at the same time stealing herself for what was going to happen. Okay, you bastard, she thought. I'm no virgin, and I can wash your filth away with soap and water. I'll moan and groan and make you feel like a super stud. But after it's all over, I'm going to make sure you go to prison for the rest of your damn life. Juanita was abruptly brought out of her thoughts by a sudden change in the quality of the ride. The Bronco began bouncing over rough terrain. She checked their surroundings and realized they had left the main road and were climbing the dirt track up Black Mountain. She'd read somewhere that there was nothing on the top but a few television transmitters. There would be no people, no chance for help. Her thoughts turned to her children, and she strengthened her resolve to withstand what was to come. Get out the kidnapper ordered. His voice had become harsh and without compassion.